morning everyone. Last Wednesday I was invited to give a talk as I usually do on a, a yearly basis to um, Sangha Lodge, um, uh, Bhante Tejadama's group in um, Lewisham. And um, the topic I spoke about, which is some, I've spoken about it here, um, not everyone here may have been present, but I gave a talk on that was called Three Levels of Acceptance. And <clears throat> it's looking at how people try to use methods, cognitive methods, to come to some sense of self-acceptance, like thinking positive thoughts or um, reflecting on happy experiences they have rather than negative ones and things like that as a way of trying to change their experience. And then the, the next tier down is kind of a um, heart-based um, approach to use our consciousness to change our experience as well, like um, loving-kindness meditation, self-compassion, um, you know, sort of having trying to trying to bring a sense of um, healthy self-love to our experience and as I was saying those things are all very fine um, and they work to a certain degree to help people come to a sense of self-acceptance but at its deeper level there's another there's another level which is kind of what we touch on through Zen practice and it's hard to sort of explain in words, but it's a place you go to where you're not even trying to use your consciousness to manipulate your experience in any kind of way. And it's not like there's a dialogue going on, you know, to, to think loving thoughts about yourself or self-acceptance or whatever. There's a point you come to maybe through just life experience or through doing something like Zen meditation where the whole, even the whole idea of that you're going to do something that brings you towards self-acceptance almost seems like funny or silly as though how, how could you possibly have one part of yourself trying to accept another part? Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm trying to encourage people to see is if you just stay at those first two levels, well, they may, may help you in a preliminary kind of way, but if you stay there you'll never really experience what it's like to, to have a very, very deep, um, complete sense of acceptance. And I don't really want to use Buddhist words, but they, they come to mind. If, if, we, if we're there with our Buddha nature as it is, um, there's nothing you have to do. It's not, a, it's not a, ultimately insight that we cultivate through Zen practice. It's not about achieving something. Uh, and that you've done something and now you've uncovered self-acceptance. It's almost like it happens from the bottom up rather than the top down. You just come to this point, there's, there's actually, there isn't actually th anything you can do. And, and instead of your conscious mind trying to manipulate experience, it just stays still, it just, just settles down. And your mind's not trying to do anything. And your brain just gets on with what it needs to do and your body gets on with what it needs to do. And within that experience, there's a very deep sense of, uh, of, of completeness that occurs. And um, one of the questions 
that was generated out of that talk was by one man who said that he um, works in a hospital and, and working in a hospital, you know, there's times of, you know, chaos, you know, like on, on um, Saturday nights and Friday nights, you know, people, there's so many people coming into casualty and the place is overloaded and there's a lot of suffering happening, a lot of disorganisation. And how, how as a meditator do you, do you cope with that? Do you know, how do you deal with it? And it really, really goes to the essence of what I'm talking about in terms of a meditation practice that's not essentially about trying to manipulate experience in any kind of way. Because so many people who practice meditation um, develop, most of us develop a sense of calmness out of it. And, and we can be like, we want to be in our own little bubble of samadhi where it's peaceful and quiet and everything's serene um, <clears throat> but then our our environment throws things things at us that challenge that serenity like working in a hospital on a, an emergency on a Saturday night mm-hmm. and it's just chaotic and people are swearing at you and yelling and so on and if you're the kind of Buddhist is going well, I have to hang on to my, you know, samadhi experience while this is going on. You know, and these people are an- annoying me. Do you know, I, I can't stay calm, you know. Well, if that's, if that's the approach we have to dharma practice and to life, we're kind of missing the point. And, you know, to think there's some little inner world of, of peace that we can kind of cocoon ourselves into and shut the world out. And, and and if you do that, you will you will constantly um, suffer because we do live in the world, and it doesn't always go according to the way we want it to be. So, in, in response to that that man's really good question, saying that that when you're busy and you're surrounded with busyness, then a, a Zen approach to it, in a sense, is to just be busy. Like, just give yourself over 100% to the busyness um, and just be busy rather than trying to hold something back that's a threat. And Zen practice, Zen practice ultimately, um, one of the things, one, one of the skills, if you want to use that word, that we develop out of it consciously or unconsciously, if it's working for us, is adaptability, simply. We're, we're simply, if, if, the, if the sense of self, in, in the sense of self-clinging, reduces and reduces and reduces, then what happens is that our ability just to adapt to each situation grows. But to use a good Taoist metaphor, you know, we're, we're like water, we just adapt to the form which is there and we do it very effortlessly and that that is the real that is the real essence of of oneness that we we develop through zen practice it's a kind of equanimity that's not imposed on the situation or as a little little cocoon or a little bubble a little sanctuary that we go into true equanimity is becoming one with your circumstances whatever they may be whatever they may be Mm-hmm. Pleasant, unpleasant, neutral, chaotic, 
It's just, just being able to, to meet that and embrace any kind of circumstance as it is. And, and as we've talked about here many times, and I reiterated in that talk, it's not a kind of acceptance of resignation. It's like, oh, well, there's nothing you can do. It's a dynamic acceptance that may involve action, by doing something you've got to do. But it comes from a different place. It doesn't come from a place of um, being, being resentful that life is, or despondent that, that, that life is not measuring up to your expectations. It just is what it is. And, and you respond more appropriately from that place when you, when you, when you meet it and accept it at that level. So in essence, in summary, what I'm trying to say is that a, a Dharma practice that tries to set up a little cocoon of calmness that we want to retreat into is, well, it might be, it might be a good stage along the way, but you read all the Zen literature and you'll see all the Zen teachers um, warning people not to get stuck there. So please don't get stuck. <laughs>